Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team, sitting here with Becky Ivins. Can you believe it? We're already into October. I love it. This I is... know. We're halfway through the football season, practically. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the year right here. Love this season of it. And we're kind of continuation of a conversation that we started on September 10th with Scott Hill, uh, our home inspector for with Call Us Foss home, home Inspection, where we went over the eight things that home inspectors do inspect. And if you want to go back and listen to that show, you can uh, look at any podcast, anywhere you subscribe, iTunes, iHeartMedia, uh, Spotify, uh, and you can go back and listen to that broadcast with Scott Hill. If you're not sure where to get that, just go to BeckyIvins.com. You'll see radio is on the far right. Click on that, and you can actually listen through there. You're so smart on my website. I try to be a smarty pants. (laughs) Well, we are here with Scott Hill, and uh, there are are eight systems of the home that the construction board requires that every home inspector inspect. And I thought we would say what those are, and then we will say the things that we've come up with, nine things that a lot of people think are included in a home inspection, but which your home inspector typically does not inspect. Okay? So our systems that, we, that you do inspect. Structure, exterior, and then heat and air, electrical, plumbing, uh, interior, and roof and attic. What did I miss? Appliances. Appliances. Okay. Appliances. Okay. You know, I would would make one real quick comment. We're going to talk about this. Be sure and ask if you want your sprinkler system or your fireplaces inspected. Those are not things that we add those there in hours and we do uh, automatically. A lot of times inspectors don't do that because they're not in our standards of practice. Those are two uh, pieces that really need to be asked about. The fireplace the fireplace and the sprinkler as far as turning it on you can go and just check the creel site and check the damper but you really don't have to turn it on and make it operate unless you just do most most inspectors do that but uh well i have to i cannot count on both hands without having to use my toes (laughs) about how many times a home inspector has inspected the gas valve and fire shot out absolutely of the gas valve Very because necessary. it needed to be replaced, mm-hmm. <laughs> a gas leak. So, uh, yeah, have that inspected and for sure. sure. And sprinkler, too, you just never know. You may be watering the the street and not knowing that you're missing all the plants. Well, you guys are good because, you, I mean, like you on our house, you gave us a drawing of our sprinkler system. And it was a big, like, 15 or 16 <laughs> system. I mean, you know, it, it had different zones, a lot I, of zones. I remember it took us an extra hour to get Becky taken care of, but that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through things that aren't typical or things that need it to be explicitly said in order for it to be inspected. And so what, what was the first one of those? I think the, the biggest one is the is a swimming pool. You know, swimming pool is not uh, – 
something that we typically do. We, I'm accredited to do swimming pools, but I can tell you if, if I'm buying a home and I've got a swimming pool, I'm going to hire a pool specialist to come out and check because we don't turn all of those, uh, the filter system on. We don't, we don't check it as well as it needs to be checked. It's a little bit different expense or more of an expense, but getting more of an, an expert to come out and do the pool inspection, I would always suggest that, we, that, that you do that. Okay, that's so. Swimming pool, ask for it to be inspected extra. That's on our contract, our standard contract form. So you don't have to ask for it in the contract form, but it depends on the home inspector that you hire as to whether or not they are certified to do that. Okay? That's correct. What's the next one? The next one is water well. Uh, most of them, I'll, I'll, I'll separate these two, the water well and septic, because typically they go hand in hand. But having a water well inspected is really important. You, we really need to inspect all of the pieces, the pressure tank, as well as the pressure gauge, as well as the equipment itself, as well as the cap. What type of cap? Is it secure? And then last but not least, and very important, a lot of people don't know this, is that if your house is being financed, then 99% of the time the financing company is, is going to ask that you get a water sample from the lab that uh, tells you that it's actually clear of any bacteria. So we do all of that, we, and we ab- add that, but I'm actually certified to do that, and I've really developed a quite, a, quite a bit of business doing water wells. So, but it's real important to ask for that during the course because a lot of home inspectors don't. So okay. where in the house does the water get tested, and where do you take that to? Uh, great question, Mark. You know, they, they ask us to take it from the tub. And the reason they ask it for, to take it from the tub, because a lot of time the filtration system is prior to the faucets that you might dr- have drinking water coming out of. So we, have to, we take it from the tub, or we'll take it from a faucet outside. But typically they ask you doing it for the tub. That's what they request, the lab I'm mm-hmm. talking about. And where's that sample then taken to? It's taken to, there's a couple of labs here in town, uh, but we can take it into the lab. usually takes about 72 hours, and there's two uh, primary components of bacteria. One of them is coliform, which is not that big a deal that there is a lot of E. coli. E. coli you're going to find out on the farms where there's a lot of farm animals and there's been dripped into your water. But both of them are easily cleansed as long as uh, you get the right person to clean it up. Okay. Sanitized. Okay, so do you take yours to DEQ? Take ours to DEQ. Okay. That's exactly right. Yeah, Department of Environmental Quality. Department of Environmental, and, uh-huh. they, and they contract with Accurate. So all of them goes to Accurate. Okay. Uh, septic. Septic, another one, a really good one. There's a couple of different types of septic. That uh, That's another one. Be sure if you've got a septic system that you have it inspected. There's nothing worse I can attest to, nothing worse than buying a house, living it at six months, and all of a sudden you're having the sewer backed up. So knowing that uh, your septic system is operational is good. There's a standard system, which typically is just tanks and settlement uh, properties. And there's the uh, aerobic system, which actually has chlorinators. Again, it's somewhat settlement that it'll be sprinkled after it's cleaned. And then there's actually what's called a lagoon. A lot of those, some of the older homes will have lagoon systems. But to be able to uh, run the water, test the water, and make sure that your system is operating correctly, uh, again, I can't think of anything would be worse than living in your home after a couple of months and your septic not work correctly. Did you know that more than 30% of the homes that sell in central Oklahoma 
have a septic system? I'm I'm not surprised, particularly out in the areas that, that you know, we do a lot of you all's work for. There's just there's an extremely lot lot of those. Not only you you don't think that much about Oklahoma City, but on the outer edge, edges of Oklahoma City, there's a lot of septic and water wells. I had a, a rental property which I sold a year or so ago that had right in it was on 27th Street, right by the water tower, mm-hmm. down that street from MacArthur, and. All those homes are on septic systems, mm-hmm. and they're just a city lot. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that was uh, – I had to replace a septic system there. Oh, boy. Man, talk about a stinky job and an expensive <laughs> job. That's another one of those systems similar to the uh, uh, HVAC. You know, if you've got a septic system, whether it's aerobic or lagoon or uh, standard, having that serviced every three to four years is really important. Right. Yeah, I was out with the inspection team, and they were um, – looking at a septic system and took the top off. And I thought, well, I really haven't been right next to them as I did this. And it was one that was needing to be uh, drained, pumped, out. pumped pumped out. All of them smell like that, and and whether they're full or empty. I think I will not be next to them the next time. Yeah, (laughs) That was was enough for me. Our friend over at Red Dirt Septic Uh came and did a show with us, and we learned a lot from him. Oh, absolutely. Great show. We we liked the Red Dirt Septic folks. So uh, what's number four? Okay, number four is the most difficult one for us because we really hate it. It's duck scoping. When you have slab ducks in your house – it's very difficult for a home inspector to really determine as to whether the ducks need to be scoped or not. We can pull the scamper up or the, the grill up, and if we see uh, any kind of dirt or debris in there, typically we're going to recommend that you have the duck scoped. And here's the reason. It's not really because that uh, – it's certainly not because we want to charge more money or want to – we're not up, up charging for anything – but they they have so many different ways of repairing those nowadays with silicone. They can go back in and they can actually blow it up with a balloon and repair those small breaks in there, and it'll make your system last for 15, 20 more years. And if you don't do it, three years from now, it's liable to cost you fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for it to come in, dig up the slab, and take care of it. Boy, that's a big piece of great knowledge right there. Save you lots of money. We'll be back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're talking here with Scott Hill from Call Us First Home Inspections. We want to talk to you first about our money men. In MLS number one one nine seven seven four zero. Our money men, Dean Riddell and Matt McLean at SWBC Mortgage. And we just want to encourage you to give them a call. If you are thinking about getting a loan for a home or refinancing, or you're thinking about investment property, have a conversation with them. Their office is right around Hefner and Rockwell. And you can go in, have that planning, that strategic session, so that you can come out investing in real estate in a right way. Right. That's call, your first step. You can call them at 405-858-7770, 405-858-7770, SWBC Mortgage. Okay, Scott Hill, we talked about... The first four things that you cannot expect your home inspector to inspect for you unless you bring it to their attention, 
right? Mm-hmm. It is swimming pool, water well, septic, and duct scoping. Absolutely. Duct scoping. We need to kind of revisit that for a minute because um, there also are things like just leak detection. Like, uh, do you do leak detection or do we call somebody we'll else? call somebody else for that. It. I usually call American Leak Detection. I've had we, to do this for a long time. Uh, various properties and they can inspect the water lines themselves so sometimes you'll have a hot spot on your floor and you don't know what's happening because it's always warm right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) well you probably have hot water running under your slab right there so that you would need to uh call a home inspect a call leak detection for but for the duct work and the heating and air conditioning system, basically. Yeah, I, th- I think there's three things that really will, uh, this, let's use this word, okay, discern a little bit quick, better than what, what we've done. Then uh, there, there are slab ducts, which is your heat and air that are going through your foundation. Then there are going to be air ducts that are going to be in your, um, that also heat and air, they're going to be in your attic that come out with your duct work and scope co- coming through the roof. And then the last thing is there's sewer scoping. So there's really three different types of scoping that you can you can have done. And it's very, very difficult to determine how, whether the duct work in the ceiling or in the attic, I mean, from the heat and air, if that needs to be um, actually scoped. The only way we know that is we do what we ta- we call differentials. We take the differentials, and if the differentials, that means if the supply of the cool air is coming out at 54 degrees and then the air going back up into the return is not 15 degrees more, then typically there could be some sort of crease or binge in one of your systems. Now, the good thing about that is we get in the attic and we're able to see if there's uh, an area of the ductwork that looks like it's cramped that could and then we would compare notes on whether the different um, returns and the different supply events all are pretty close if you've got one supply vent back in the back of the house and it's only getting four degrees differential and then you all the rest of your uh, uh, supplies are getting 15 to 20 degrees differential then that would be a time that we might want to recommend having the duct work in the in the uh roofs or in the attic scope now the slab ducts that we talked about a while ago i i'm not going to buy a house personally that i don't have have them uh scoped just personally myself and then sewer scope sewer scope's really one of those when people call and ask me about it i say well you know let us do our inspection first because we run the water for an hour and flush the toilet several times during the course of our inspection time and typically we can tell if there's some sort of backup or not and certainly if there's any smell so those are the three type of uh, scopings that we really talk about a lot and those are not included in the price of your home inspection but you can do them if someone asks you to do them and and frankly you're proactive on that. You usually will tell someone, I think you ought to have it scoped. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that way, whereas I might not know whether to do it or not, you're going to suggest this w- might be a good plan mm-hmm. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. So uh, how about if you have a spa? Spas are all so unique. There's so many different types and different kinds, and, and it's 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 one of those things. It's it's a liability issue for a home inspector, quite frankly. Now we we will go and turn it on and take picture of it and make sure that it's operating similar to what we would do with a uh, uh, a uh, tub that has uh, jets in jets it. in it. Mm-hmm. We take a picture, make sure it's operating. But that's that's pretty much all we do with uh, 
the spa because with a, with a spa you've got to take parts uh, take take parts off you got sides off and really do a much more of a self evaluation of the spa than what we're qualified to do so we normally would push that off to more of a specialist so is a spa a hot tub a spa and a hot tub can be the same thing that's correct i think <laughs> okay. a lot of people think that uh, but I, I think a, a real spa the difference in my mind in a spa and a hot tub is a spa is is accompanied by a pool a hot tub is a separate entity that's up off the ground that you go in. but the evaluation and our ability to inspect both of them are exactly the same okay uh, good good okay uh what's another thing that comes with a house a lot of times that people just assume you're going to inspect that's not a part of your inspection. A security system is a really good one because we never we never know the codes. Very seldom do even the realtors know the code. A lot of times they're, they're given the code right before entrance. So our ability, number one, to go in and, and uh, evaluate a security system is really, really lacking. So that would be another one that we would absolutely have a specialist come in and typically – there aren't any security inspectors out there. There are security companies that put in or install the security system that really need to be called for that specific system. Mm. So they're selling <laughs> security systems, so your old one might not be any good. Right. <laughs> Boy, that is an area in homes that I just never touch unless it's I have to to turn off an alarm or turn back on because I've been instructed to. Mm-hmm. Because there's just so oh. many different I can tell you stories about realtors and security systems and oh. 45s drawn at the head. And Oof. I mean, it, we've had some bizarre stuff happen <laughs> over the years. Uh, fire, fire trucks and ambulances pulling up front. That's not what we want to get into. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, things that are automatically connected to some kind of, you know, attention mm-hmm. and notification systems. Or and, the eager neighbor with, with the, uh, you know, yeah. scope on his rifle. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, like a good neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah, one of the real funny things, real quick, that we get, uh, not a lot of times we get every once in a while, it's really, really funny, that the security system in this house, a lot of times we'll have the security cameras. Not only that, they're listening to you. Oh, yeah. So when we have the security cameras, we'll often just kind of hint like this, waggle our fang- <laughs> finger to the to the realtor and the buyer and say, can we do this outside? We may not <laughs> want them to hear this. <laughs> well, and uh, whether they've got a camera or not, we, my agents are always told, assume you're being watched yeah. and assume you're being listened to anytime you enter into someone's property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good because, point. uh, you just, you are so often. I, I always have a conversation with my buyers of, you know, when we discuss, be free to talk about what you like and dislike about the home. That's why we're here. But if you're going to talk price or money or anything, we'll do that outside of the home, not inside. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. So we have time for one more? We got time for one more. Okay. Uno mas. Okay. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is mold. Mold is extremely difficult to detect. Okay. Mildew and mold look the same a lot of times. I mean, I can tell you story after story of both testing and finding out that it's just mildew and not testing and finding out boy why didn't you test that because it was mold it's just very difficult to determine particularly when it's on the tub and usually if you find it in a wall it's typically mold if you find it around the grout in the tub or the base of the tub you know you just really don't know and you have to have it tested now 
again, err on the side of caution. It's a simple test. It costs a little bit, but it's a matter of fact, it's just a, it's $125 and we charge and it's 75 of that is for the test itself. It's a strip test. You just put a strip on it and you take it to the lab and they tell you within 24 hours. So, but we do not recommend that. What typically what Mark knows this when we, uh, if we see something that we think is mold, we generally try to pull the realtor aside and say, listen, you know, we really don't want to bring this up because, again, it, it makes us look and feel like we're upselling while we're there on the property, and we don't want to do that. So we let the, the realtor and the buyer make that determination. Okay. When we come back, we'll be coming back with more with Scott Hill from Call Us First Home Inspection here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins, talking with Scott Hill from Call Us First Home Inspections. But first, it's our time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. I always love when I can say that because I do trust Larry Robbins. I know. I know. <laughs> like, I, this is, I can't tell you how many times I tell people, just give Robbins Roofing a call and you get know, the Larry's facts. met with our family. Our, uh, we've got, I've got two, a brother and a sister that I'm really close with. And they're very strong Christian praying people. Mm-hmm. And Larry met with us one time, and it was just so cool because it was like he was a member of the family because <laughs> he was just like the rest of us. And and talking about family issues, do you buy a car for your kid or do you make them pay for it? And, I mean, different <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, I, I love Larry Robbins. So our word of the day is what, Becky? Uh, outbuilding. 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 Do you know what an outbuilding is? A building that's out? <laughs> well, that's exactly the definition, actually. It is a building uh, that, well, it can be something like a shed, a barn, a garage on the same property, but separate from a more important building, such as a house. See, and I'm not sure that I would agree that in some instances the outbuilding is more important <laughs> than, what, than what's considered the main structure. I have sold those buildings <laughs> with the house on the lot, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, for sure. So outbuilding. With the 57 you, Chevy in the outbuilding. That's right. <laughs> do you, Scott, do you check outbuildings? We do check out outbuildings. We actually ask generally we'll ask the realtor if we see on one of the different uh, online uh offer offering groups that where there is an outbuilding we'll ask them to check with the buyer to see if they want us to check that and the ones we recommend having checked are the obvious ones that have either plumbing or electrical to them or if they have a garage door if it's uh you know just a uh, storage shed not so much now we'll look at it and make a note if there's something just really drastic about it uh, that's wrong. But as far as actually going in and inspecting, if you've got an outbuilding that has an, another electrical panel box, it definitely needs to be inspected. If it's got a, 
it's if it's got any type of plumbing that goes to it, particularly a restroom or sink or anything like that, then obviously, in our opinion, you need to have that inspected, and we would inspect that. But just going into a property, not knowing anything about it, if there's an outbuilding, we would typically ask if they wanted us to look. Looking at the structure, looking at the exterior, it's really kind of a walk around to make sure there's not any real bad damage done to it as well as the roof. We can see it when we get on the roof of the primary property. We can typically see the roof of the other property and make a pretty good determination as to whether there's a real issue with that as well. And, you know, there's going to be a cost attached to things that are not a part of a general home inspection. And you guys hang on because we're going to cover those costs, kind of what's typical, what uh, just kind of averages of what it might cost to have extra things added onto your home inspection. Um, and sometimes, Scott, you don't charge for some extras, and whereas a lot of home inspectors do charge extra. So we'll, we'll kind of go over that too. But, uh, one of the, you know, mold, we talked about mold. You do not inspect for mold unless you're asked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mold can be, a scary thing but most of the mold you're going to see in a house is wet mold and the dangerous mold is usually dry mold it is uh it's that mold that you can't see it's the mold that's behind the wall a lot of the times and and uh you're, you're exactly right that it feeds on wet mold it does feed on <laughs> wet mold the biggest concern you have about that and again this uh, it's not an ups, upsell. It's more of a, boy, just make sure you know what you're getting into because you, you get a wall that uh, you've got mildew down to bottom and then, you know, three foot up inside that wall behind a a shower that's been leaking for a year and a half. All of a sudden you've got mold there and you've got a totally different issue. I just had this on a rental property that I have and it's, uh, you know, it's $3,000 to go in there and clean out the entire uh, back side of it, take it, retile it, put in a new fixture. It's uh, It can really get into money. Well, and you have to remediate the mold. I sold a house for one of my daughter's friends that was less than three years old, and it had a loose tile in the shower, and the buyer asked for that to be repaired. So when the tile setter got there and pulled it off, of course, the sheetrock behind it was totally wet, and Come to find out, we had to replace two walls around that shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we took off the tile, the boards inside the wall, less than three-year-old house, were so rotten they just fell out. Oh, wow. And so it can happen pretty quickly. So don't put off repairs like that mm-hmm. because it will cost you more money. And uh, so you can get stuff like that inspected. And mold remediation, by the way, we have a guy that does real mold remediation for us. Do you do mold? Well, you don't do any repairs because you're not allowed to. Right. So, uh, but, you know, go on my website and look at that. It's beckyivans.com. Look at my favorites, and you're going to find a mold remediator if you need a good one. Wes Anderson, I've forgotten the yeah. name of his company, Environmental, Environmental Solutions. Solutions. Yeah. One of the things I found with mold is some of it does not depend on the structure, depends on the buyer. I've had buyers who are medically sensitive to mold or mildew. And so I just encourage them, just go ahead and test. Mm-hmm. Like if it's something that affects you to such a degree, Let's just go ahead and get it tested. Well, standard household mold, it's pretty easy to tell. I mean, if you're allergic to mold, you're allergic to mildew, likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So clean it up. I mean, it takes. it's just a cleanup process most right. of the time. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, to, for everybody to know there's two 
two different types of tests for mold. There's what's called a strip test, which is where you can actually just take a, a strip, a piece of tape, typical uh, yeah, specialized piece of tape that you go and you, you extract it and you put it in a container and you take it to the lab. And then there's an air test. The dollars and cents of those are completely different. One's $400. The air test is a $400 test. It takes a machine. You test three or four rooms. And the uh, the surface test is only $125. People moving in from California, they have a few different rules and regulations out there. A lot of people moving in from California will just insist that you do an air quality test mm-hmm. if it's air ducts or slab ducts particularly. So it's one of the things just just to know it's very difficult to know if there is mold in your air system up in the in the in the attic but easy pretty easy to see in and around any kind of fixtures yeah okay so you do not you do check for mold we do check for mold it's extra cost and Mm -hmm. it's you have to ask for it that's correct okay and on outbuildings you do check those if you're but it's at extra cost and You have to ask for that to be inspected, right? Yes. Because, frankly, uh, outbuildings on our contract are can be inspected, but you're going to have to list them out separately Mm -hmm. on paragraph seven C. I'm trying right at the end of the inspection. It it has a blank. There, it's number thirteen. Yep. That ask what else, and you. You have to write in. Yeah, you write in there that that's to be included, including in your termite inspection. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that most home inspectors do not inspect for is for wood-destroying insects or organisms. Do you inspect for that? We actually contract with two or three different uh, termite companies that come out and do that. And the reason for that is we... Uh, we don't want to remediate. There's a liability issue there, and most of the termite companies that are really quality termite companies this day and time, they 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 give you a warranty. And so we could go out and test for uh, termites, but we don't want to get into the remediation business if there are termites, so we contract that out. Okay, we've got one more thing that inspectors do not typically inspect, and we're going to be talking about that and the cost for these inspections. Right after this on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. It's time for our smoking hot deals. Our smoking hot deals brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn and on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and also in Yukon. On Main Street in Yukon, Route 66. Get your kicks on. Yeah. I won't start singing. That would just be really bad. (laughs) Okay. Our smoking hot deal is your smoking hot deal. Uh, You need to let us know what you're looking for. And when you call us, just say, hey, I'm looking for this, and then we're going to look for it for you. Uh, we actually have someone who makes 50 calls a day to uh, potential sellers asking them if they're ready to put their house on the market. They've contacted us, but they weren't ready mm-hmm. at the time they called us, so we call them back again. And uh, Drew calls 50, at least 50 a day uh, So, and usually finds you know, one or two ready to put their house on the market. We're always looking for 
your smoking hot deal. Yeah. So go to BeckyIvans.com and you can set up your own little search there. And if you want some extra help with that, all you got to do is call the office and we are going to help you set up what you're looking for. Because it's sometimes hard to check on different websites. By the way, our website, you're going to like our website more than you're going to like the Z's and the R's and the other websites out there because ours is live. Ours is the Multilist live. So so the phone number is 405-722-3232. That's 722-3232. We're sitting here talking with Scott Hill. Call us first home inspection on things that aren't inspected by typically with your home inspection and we've talked about swimming pools water wells septic tanks and systems uh duct scoping spas and hot tubs uh security systems let's see mold outbuildings termites how about one more scott okay one more is uh would be Water filtration systems. We find that a lot with anytime we're doing a water well. There is a majority of the time, as a matter of fact, they'll have a water filtration system with that. And then there are with various homes throughout uh, um, our scope of work, we find a water uh, water filtration system in our in their house, just uh, with uh, regular city water. We have one in our house. It's just because we like to drink out of the out of the faucet so we have a really nice uh, water filtration system that we use but home inspectors again it goes back to it's it's we we don't inspect those we take a picture of them we note them but really there's so many different types out there there are really no specific uh guidelines as to what a good or bad or operating or non-operating uh filtration system is a good uh, filtration system is that you take a water sample take it into the lab and there's no bacteria that's a good water filtration system well that's an added cost and and we just don't uh, test those you know one thing i found that a lot of people do not do is to clean the inside end of their spigot their their faucet i mean take a little new toothbrush (laughs) or another kind of a brush don't go put it back in your husband's uh, drawer right (laughs) please missy wow and you can just take a you know a little Clorox water or something like that and clean up in there and then let the water run and and rinse it out real good because people are pretty bad at that. We do that. We clean that. But I grew up on well water, so I learned mm-hmm. to clean that. Mm-hmm. So uh, okay, so we've talked about the things you don't inspect typically uh, on a home inspection. You actually do some of these things, but. Home inspectors are not required to inspect the, the things we've been talking about mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. What is the extra cost? First of all, what's the cost of a home inspection? We uh, actually uh, charge by the square footage, and it's primarily based on time as much as anything. We have a minimum, which is uh, $330 up to 1,999 square feet, and so that's our minimum. And then it, it, it accelerates at 15 to 20% uh, each 500 uh, square feet after that so it would be 350 going to 2500 and then 430 i believe going to uh, 3000 and then exponentially up over that a lot of it has to do with the number of people that we bring out and the time that we expend uh, with with that many people so that's really the way we do it uh, and 
but we don't upcharge. I mean, we don't charge extra for something. It's all all of those typical inspections, other than water well septic, a mold test, anything that's going to cost us something to take somewhere else to get something evaluated. It's typically what we will charge extra for. For instance, the the uh, water sample that we have to take to the lab or the mold sample that we have to take to the lab. Those are things that we would charge extra for. But on the inspection itself, it's primarily based on square footage. What kind of, uh, how about a water softener system? Do you inspect those? Nope. We itemize them, take a picture of them, but we don't actually do the inspection of that. Okay. Uh, And then what are... How about extra heating and air conditioning systems? We don't charge extra for that at all. That kind of comes with the square footage, doesn't it? It comes with the square footage. Same thing for two. uh, I mean, big houses have three fireplaces. A lot of people will charge you extra for three fireplace sprinkler system. They'll charge you extra. We don't. Ours is all based on on the square footage. On an outbuilding, if it has uh, uh, electricity or plumbing, we will charge fifty extra dollars for the outbuilding if it has that. A lot of times, if it just has electrical, we'll charge twenty five. And uh, you know, you you all know this. We're we're not going to lose. That's kind of like this guy, that guy on TV. I'm going to sound like you know we're not going to lose a deal over twenty five dollars. That's you know that's yeah. not what we're going to do. We're not going to lose a deal. He was a winner of a contest I had on the radio show one time, and I I, I took it by to him after the show is ah. because it was some event that we were having. So that yeah, oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah, I, I'll do some bragging on Scott here. That I, I am just relieved that when i have a client who, who contacts we set up that you handle like the pricing of this so well that it's easy for a client to understand it's not it's reasonable that you know that it's not just nickel and dime everything and i just really am appreciative of that well i appreciate that too and that that's what we're built on too you know built on quality and you know one of the things that makes all the difference in the world you guys know this better than i do when i first got in this business i had no idea that i had to generate reviews on google and i can assure <laughs> you you manage your prices well you're going to get a lot of good reviews on yeah. google and it's going to exponentially grow your business over yeah. over time and that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it does. And I think there's sure. a word called being fair. You know, a lot of people just because everything else is going up, you need to raise your prices too, Scott. Well, quite frankly, I want to do business with you all for a long time. And we have raised our prices a little bit because of gas this sure. last year, as you all know. But other than that, we haven't raised our prices and don't plan yeah. on it. How do you inspect a roof that's too steep to crawl on or walk on? I would be I would be hanging on for dear life, but... The best way to do it is to, number. there's two ways. We take our ladder and we go around to each one of the eaves and we look at it with our eyes that way. And then the second thing is is binoculars. Try to get the high point and get high-powered binoculars. You, you, you would see my, my binoculars are ones you would go deer hunting on. They're really high-powered binoculars. But those are the two ways that we look at it. And if that's one of those times that uh, I don't want to say we will get in a pinch, but if there's any question at all, when we can't get on a roof for whatever reason and we're doing an inspection, we're generally going to visit with the realtor and say, you know, we probably ought to get a roofer out here to look at this just to make sure we don't make a mistake on it. Do you check gutters? We do check gutters. Absolutely. Is that just part of the exterior inspection? It's part of the roof inspection. Roof inspection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's we drainage. How about drainage around the house? We do check, uh, check drainage. We'll make a, uh, a comment about that. Most of the time, drainage has to do with gutters. But if you've got a house that slopes from northeast to southwest, then you nef- definitely need to know that. If you've got a retaining wall and that retaining wall 
has had uh, some cracks in it in the past. And again, you have that same type of slope anytime there's a poor, and really make a big point out of it if you have a slope coming from your backyard to your back. Uh, porch. That's yeah. in, very important Sloping for you. Sloping toward the house. Know. Bad yep. deal. I tell you, as we land the plane here, that one of the things I like with Scott's reports that things that are safety are shown in red. <laughs> things yeah. that are need to be changed or looked at are, is in yellow, I believe. Yellow is correct. And things that are informational, I think, are green. Yeah, we call that that's sort of the handyman. It, yeah. yeah. You know, if it's in orange, it's handyman. And then if it's in yellow, you need a specialist. And if it's in red, we need to contact everybody right now. Yeah. Safety. Love that. Scott Hill from Collis First Home Inspection. So good every time to be with you. Thanks for being with us. And thank you to our listeners for being with us each week here on Oklahoma Real Estate. On the move, News Radio 1000, KTOK.